Warning, this podcast contains content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anyone really. Run while you still can, we're the hapless heroes. Clango dude, that doesn't count as temporary hit points, does it? No. Those are permanent. You can keep those. You can take those home. Welcome to another episode of The Hapless Heroes. I'm Francesco, your host and DM. Tonight we're getting back into our main story, and it's a bit of a special night as well, because this is sort of a pseudo-diaper party round two for our boy James here, whose baby's due in a few weeks. (laughs) And I made it so that everybody who came tonight, if you guys didn't bring diapers, they were all going to get minus one on all their attack rolls. They all brought diapers. Unfortunately, listeners... I mean, yes. I already do, don't I? So, yeah. <laughs> so I guess I was just that. <laughs> right. So to do int- introduce our cast for tonight, we have James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. We have Mike playing Quinn Southwind. Hello. The benevolent, first of his name. There we go. Et cetera. Continue. Et cetera. We have Dave playing Zero. <laughs> evening. And we have Zach playing Paradell. Um, uh, another The King and I reference. <laughs> One, two, three, and. <laughs> so at this point, for our listeners who have been kind of following along, it's been a couple of weeks since we were able to continue our main story, but we're back. And so when we last left off, you guys had explored further into this crypt or like sort of haunted catacomb that you found um, underneath the Gray Citadel in the mines, one of the more newly excavated mines. You discovered a very long hallway, which... About maybe, I don't know, 120 feet into it, there was a, some sort of disruption in space time almost. Mm-hmm. And Hoblet and Peridil poked their heads in. And not good. it was not a very pretty sight. Ugly, ugly mess in there. It was a glimpse into the deep crucible lands, which are the outskirts of the ruined city of Ul, in which this archmage or, you know, archlich resides and is sending these spawns of undead forth yeah. onto the world the main attraction was a giant titan giving birth to demons zombies just... zombies yeah okay. he's okay, just okay. literally just like just literally just spilling zombies out of his like chasm of a like torso gross mm, chasm yeah and he looked at you and you hightailed it the hell out of there yep of course and he had, like laser beam eyes or something like that was yep like, yep okay. came upon some pylons <laughs> didn't really ha- know how to release the power that they were you know storing you saw there's a bunch of runes on the wall you weren't really sure how to interact with it you thought that maybe the answers lied deeper in the dungeon so you proceeded on you kind of backtracked a little bit found yourself a room with this crazy minotaur puzzle that you guys brute forced your way through (laughs) and it ended up smashing directly into the doorway that you know behind it is a 30 foot by 30 foot room you know and this is sort of hooded man you can kind of see the bottom of his, like, you know, from maybe the top of his lip down to his chin. The rest is covered by the hood. And you can see his, you know, sort of withered skin and a long pointy beard. 
and he just sits there with his arms folded, as if, you know, facing the doorway which you have just bashed through, as if he's been waiting for you this whole time. Behind him there is a desk, uh, top which lies uh, an orb that you can kind of see is almost looks like it's like uh, ref- like reflections are kind of are traveling along it, and he just slowly rises from his chair, and he says, "I've been expecting you." Damn it! <laughs> and who might you be? Who I am is not important. Who you are is not important. Um, excuse you. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, it doesn't, right? No, he cannot. That's inspiration for you. I know, but I'm not allowed to use it. We'll we'll hold on. We'll we'll figure it out. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. All right, yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Listen, no one else here knows what the hell's going on, so I have to give it to you. Okay? But he says, he kind of clears his throat. <clears throat> Anyways, before you had so rudely interrupted me, who you are is not important. What is important is what you have found here and why I cannot let you leave with this information. You guys are just standing there? What the uh, fuck is this dude on I'm, about? <laughs> I'm. You are not really big on being myself. allowed to do things. It, right. it, make, it, makes, it makes him. Smashy. Um, you wouldn't like him when he's smashy. Enough with this trifle chatter. I've grown tired of your presence. You've ruined my laboratory. You've desecrated a place that I've kept sacred for hundreds of years. So you're the one we're here for. Hoblet's gonna pull. I think his sliding scale for uh, destroyed is uh, a little lacking. We haven't really begun to destroy the room yet. Um, Give it a minute. Hoblet's gonna pull Trixie out. Step forward and swing. As you're doing that, you see him sort of raise up his arms. You can kind of see that through these like long, sort of flowing robes, like his hands are almost completely skin and bones. And as you're rising up. As you're like kind of charging at him from across the room, you'll see that from like this detritus and debris on the ground, like he does like you know bones and dust and all this stuff, and they begin to form as he animates three skeletons directly in front of you, and you clash right into one, and you both are knocked back. And we're gonna roll initiative. You're a jackass. Mm-hmm. He was sitting there waiting for you. There's no way you were gonna surprise him. He's just like looking right at you. There's no way you were gonna surprise him. So we got three jabronis. Three oh. skeletons. So jabonis. Fucking boss. Jabonis. Boss. Hoss. I love it. Who did I bump into? Give me one, two, or three. Two. The one in the middle. There's also one to your left and right. Would it be safe for me to assume that this ass clown mm-hmm. is undead? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with the uh, hoblet. What of do you got? Of course you are. Three. That's out of 20, right? <laughs> well, this dice, this dice supposed to have twenty sides, uh-huh. allegedly, because yeah. yes. I've never seen one higher than like nine. <laughs> but it's a myth. Uh, we're gonna go to Quinn. What do you got? Fourteen, bastard. Yeah. What's your uh, initiative bonus? Plus two. Okay. Plus two. Uh, we're gonna go to zero. Eleven. Initiative. Paradel. Six. Okay. Uh, so. 
Quinn, you are going first. Woo! That's why you needed to know my initiative bonus. Hey, hey, uh, I'm dexterous. Hey. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to use berry fire. Okay. Get get kind of get the four of them. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, they have to make a save against that, I believe. Yeah. Any creature in the area when the spells cast is, uh, if it fails a dex dexterity saving throw. Okay. What's your spell save DC? Yep. Uh, is thirteen. Um, all but one pass. Okay. Yeah. So only one fails. Is what I'm trying to say. That's fine. Okay. So which one failed? That would be the third skeleton, the one okay. on the right of Hoblet. Um. So for all intents and purposes, uh, for the duration, uh, they have uh, we'll say blue light, um is now uh, emitting from him it. So any any attack has advantage now. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on your turn? Um, I am going to... I'm outside the door, correct? Yeah, I is think I'm the only one that went in. Right, right, right. So I'm going to, I guess, back against the frame of the door. So, like, I have, like, nobody can really... Like, I'm blocked by the door, by the wall, basically. So you kind of, like, turn the Hiding. corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you kind of popped out, cast it, popped yep. back out. Yeah, that's fine. This is the man who used to play a rogue, fellas. I, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I need to bring... I was just actually saying this before. I, I, I crave playing a rogue. Yeah, you just don't have that cunning action. You should have taken a rogue level instead of a fighter level. I know. I th well, we'll see what happens when we level up again. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, triple class. <laughs> I have to impose an XP penalty on that shit. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah? I'm just kidding. Okay. You're going no. downtown Georgia Brown. Um, anyways, the necromancer and his two skeletons. Three are, skeletons. Or, sorry. The necromancer and his three skeletons. You can make it two. That's fine. I'm going to take their turn. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't leave that <laughs> one in. No. Yeah, but I'm not. No, there's three of them. First, the necromancer. You're going to see him sort of like hold out one of his hands, like palm out towards you. And begin to exhale this like horrible cloud. This is towards whom? Towards the, the doorway that you're at. This okay. thing travels all the way to the door. And so it's about so and it creates this sort of horrible cloud of stinking death and poison. And all of you right now need to make constitution saving throws. Dude, I'll make a con save. Big money, big money, no whammy. I have really good constitution, so I'm right. hoping this. I'm never out. saying that again. <laughs> Okay, um, let's start with Hoblet. Seven. Quinn. Fifteen. Zero. Twelve. Twelve. And Paradil. That's a five. So everybody but Quinn is going to take 21 poison damage. Oh, oh my god. That's and nice. Quinn, you're going to take ten. Oh. And this cloud is lingering here, traveling ten feet per second in your direction out that door. Twenty-one damage. Fucking shit, man. Yeah. Which means if you so, which means if you don't get out of it, you're going to have to make a save when you start your turn again. What? Or if you were to exit it and go back into it, you'd have to save again or take more damage. Um, am I out of it because I'm up against one of the skeletons? Is it no. past me? No, it's affecting everybody, including the skeletons, which remain completely unaffected by this. Because they're undead. And the skeletons will now take their turn. 
twats. Listen, I feel like I needed to ramp up the difficulty a little bit for you guys because you've just been breezing through everything. Oh, oh you just ramped it up a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. Just, just 21 poison damage. <laughs> it's okay. He can only do that once. And he did yeah. it once. He did it. He, he certainly weakened the party. Okay, so now the skeleton number one, they're all going to converge on Hoblet because you're the only one in the room. Fuck, Ricky. And they're just going to swing some short swords at you, one each. Um, only one hits. How do you know? Because he got a 23. I'm going to use my final bardic inspiration that I didn't use in the last battle. To cut the damage to down? Hope, well, cut the, his, his thing down. His attack roll? His attack roll. Okay, what'd by you By four. By four? He's still got a 20 to hit. Damn it. I said 24. I, oh, did you? Yeah, but, I, but, I didn't but, but that's good I've, because you're supposed to do I'm it before you know the results. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I, I tried. But you're only going to take three uh, slashing damage oh, from I should have waited for damage. That was dumb. That was a bad decision. I'm sorry, Hoblet. It's okay, but you know now. Yeah. And now we're going to go and to now zero. I have no more bardic inspiration. Zero, you are in this cloud. Okay. Let me just read the rules of this real quick. That's not disease. That's poison, correct? Poison damage. Okay. I'm going to assume that it's dealing its damage to my oh, outside. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How many minutes are we going to wait? I am resistant. To poison? Yes. Okay. So you take half of the damage you would have Woo! taken. So you get 10 back? Way yeah. to read your character sheet. Big time, Rick. Yeah, that's right. Big time. Yeah. yeah, I get 11 hit points back. Yep. Dwarves, dwarves are uh, resistant to poison. Fuck yeah, we are. We've been breathing poison farts for years. Yep, it's like a yellowish green fog, too. So, like, it's. Okay. It's not pleasant. Who's so, turn? Okay. Oh, okay. So, um, it's okay. That how, was a good digression. We needed to address that. How wide is this cloud? Um, it is a 20 foot sphere. Okay. That is moving 10 feet per second. All right, so I'm going Away. to extract to the left. Yeah. This thing was supposed to actually deal damage at the start of your turns, but we just addressed all of it now. Yeah. Okay. So step immediately step to my left to get out of that. Okay. And I'm going to assume that I don't have line of sight into the room now. No, because you you were still in the Minotaur room, and now okay. you've moved away from the cloud. Okay, then I will um, use Second Wind as my action. And regain 1d10 plus fighter level. Okay. Womp womp. Oh. Regain four hit points. That's something. It is something. Second wind's a bonus action, so I think you still have an action. Yes, Correct. bonus action. Um, No, nothing I'm going to use. I'll just ready an attack. Okay. Peridil, it's your turn. All right. Do something. I am going to stash my shield mm-hmm. precariously. I'm going to be dual wielding my rapier. Yeah, sure. Which I have in this moment named Death Swiftly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He writes it down. (laughs) Do you call it DS for short? You know I do. Take out your DS. Play some (laughs) Super Mario. And my scimitar Lorraine. All right. My two friends. All right. I'm coming at this, this middle skeleton. Okay. You're moving in. I mean, you're staying in the fog, though. Wait, what am I it doing may <laughs> by the time your turn comes up again though it will have moved away from you I think so like okay. you should be okay okay maybe but um do, would I oh actually no if you end your turn damage again though right let me check yeah no it's just when you you've already been in the area so no it's only if you start your turn there or enter the spells area for the first time okay so is you're not gonna take damage again until the, your next like until the start of your next turn okay so how far 
how much is it enveloping the skeletons right now? Like, on the next turn, would it be past where the skeletons are? Like, yeah, it would not be on them or Hoblet anymore. Okay. And I can move to the skeletons right now, right? That is correct. Okay. All right, I'm moving to the skeletons. Okay. Two is the one that's up in my face. They're all attacking me, but two's the one that... Well, they're all just kind of surrounding you now. All right, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the fucking noise here. Okay. Bringing and the I'll funk. bring the funk. Oh. Yes, please. <laughs> I should just rename my swords the noise and the funk. <laughs> <laughs> we can establish that as canon right now. I kind of love it. All right. Uh, Lorraine is being uh, renamed Defunk. And... Uh, the rapier is the noise. The noise. DS. Yes. Huh? Oh yeah. DS. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll go by both. All right. Whatever. Why not? Who cares a shit? All right. What are you doing now? You're up in All their right. face. I'm going for number two. Going for number two. All right. Sounds good. You're um, kind of behind it now, so you're kind of in, because it's like one hobbit directly engaged. You kind of have to walk around, so you're kind of between the skeleton and the necromancer. Is kind of like where you're being. I'm placing you there. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that's good or bad. But <laughs> All right. I apparently overshot the skeleton. I'm behind him now. Uh, <laughs> all right, going with uh, going with the noise first. Okay. That's a twelve to hit. Uh, no. Okay. Bringing the funk. Ah, goddamn. That's I'm gonna a... give my inspiration to you. All right. You Is can that do that. Advantage? Yep. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't use it, but I can give it away. So I just roll again. That's your advantage roll. Yeah. You have to use that roll. No, I'm just kidding. Fuck. All right. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> what was it? That was a nine. Nope. All right. So you kind of whiff, or you I mean it kind of clings off these like no these noise, armor scraps that they're wearing. You know, it just doesn't really like kind of. You don't really do any measurable damage. Um, Hoblet. Question. Because Paradil attacked the one that I ran into. Uh-huh. Am I no longer engaged with that one? Meaning I can move. That's what I'm asking. Can I move no. without getting attacked? No, you're being attacked by all three. So they you're engaged in combat with like all of them. Okay. Didn't Quinn do something that would give us advantage? Number three has advantage on it still. No attacks okay. have been made against it yet. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Sorry, I should have reminded. Don't worry about it. We took a pizza break, folks. We did. I'm just gonna die in my next turn. It's not a big deal. <laughs> and each round, each round is, <laughs> one, is one second. Each round isn't takes place in the span of six seconds. We kind of, you kind of assume that all of this stuff is kind of all happening at the same time. It's just like you know, the order of operations is by initiative. So since these guys all decided to attack me, um, and I don't do well with undead, mm-hmm. Hoblet does not like the undead. No, he's not a big fan. This is a, you were kind of born to fight these things. I am going to turn these undead okay because i don't like them up in my shit so they all have to make what get away what kind of saves they have to make they need all of them all four of them because they're all within 30 feet of me Mm -hmm. need to make a wisdom save and if they fail they're pretty much fucked okay what's the um save dc 13 none of them pass oh that's so fucking phenomenal for all of us they are all turned Okay. So, to summarize. They have to run away from me. Mm-hmm. They, they can't, can't do anything but 
run away from me. Yeah, they can only take the dash and dodge actions, and they have they can never be within 30 feet of you unless they have nowhere else to go, in which case right. they just literally can sit there cower in the corner as far away from you as possible. That's why I asked about the dimensions of the room, <laughs> because they, yes. So they're all if just... If there's nowhere for them to go, they basically just have to sit in the corner and fucking do nothing except try to dodge our attack. Well, as the only reaction they are going to... Well, actually, they can't. It's going to be on their turn. So they're effectively turned. They're not attacking you anymore. They're, like, starting to haul ass away from you, frightened of your holy power. What does it look like when you turn these undead? I kind of want to know. Um, I really... You know what he does? One one hand on his groin, one hand in the air, and he just, like, Be gone! Did you just Michael Jackson these... Um, Yes. Undead away from me? Okay. Yes. Can we get like a... The, cr- <laughs> <laughs> the crotch grab is an ancient benediction of Clangadin. Thank you very much. Oh, we need to get you a finely manufactured <laughs> codpiece then. Oh, yeah. Where can we get one of those? As long as it increases my You'll learn. AC. I think, we, I think I've heard about a guy. I think I've heard of a guy too. <laughs> so, anything else you're doing on your turn, Hoblet? No, that's my action. Okay. I'm, uh... Well... Since they're all turned now, boys. What up? Do you want me to chase them down the hallway? You have like you're. This is happening in the six span of six seconds. So like either you're you're gonna just start a conversation now. The, the necromancer are still there. Things are still popping off. I think we need you right here, man. <laughs> no, he's turned too. No, he's not. He's a he is a he's he is a humanoid. Yeah, you can't. He is not undead. Uh, yeah. Oh, I asked you at the beginning if he was undead. You said yes. I, I rolled for the three skeletons. No. You know, you asked if it was safe to assume that he was undead. Or that these were undead, that you said. You said these were uh, undead. He, I, I, I understood it referring to the necromancer, but... Yeah, oh, it was well, my fault. He's not undead. You're a dirty, dirty bastard. I'm, I'm just... I'm just <laughs> but technically, technically, it would have been safe to assume... But it wasn't true. But it yeah, wasn't I, true. I feel like the odds were pretty close on him being some sort of lich. <laughs> so I would like to. Am I now disengaged? Can I move without getting attacked? Yes, they are not okay. fighting you now. So I'm going to move maybe 10 feet back towards the door. Okay. What I'm trying to do is make it so that the only way they can go is like back. To the corner. They can't go out the other door. Yeah, so you're advancing towards the necromancer, essentially. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Okay, how far? How far away is he? I want to leave a little space because he looks fucking He's 20 feet from you. You know what? Maybe 20 feet's an acceptable distance for a necromancer to be away. Maybe I'll just stay put. Okay. Maybe I'll just stay put. Okay. Sorry for all that for just staying put. Okay, Quinn, what are you doing? Trying to figure out what just happened. Okay. So, the undead ran so away. The three, just the, three, the three skeletons are now like on the other far they side. They will of, be. They are in the process of running. They're of still running. next to Hoblet, but they're in sure. the process of running away. Right. Because this is only six seconds. Right. Right. Okay. So, and going toward the skeletons mm-hmm. means that I'm coming out of the cloud. Correct. Yes. We established that. Yes. To put it simply, this dude is essentially trying to force all of you in here. That was kind of the move. You're kind of gathering that at this point. Because he's pushing all this terrible shit out towards you, so that you have no choice but to run into him. So run in and swing on this dude. Um, well, I can't quite get to him, correct? How far is he from me? 
I'd say you could reasonably you can make it there. You can make it within five feet of him. Now, Quinn doesn't necessarily engage with the big bads. He leaves that to Hoblet. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go toward skeleton number three. Okay. Which is, on, which is fairy fired. Yes. So I have advantage. That is correct. And I'm going to s- try to get him with my rapier. Okay. It is an 18. Yeah, I mean, that'll do it. That'll hit him. Six. Okay. As my bonus action, I'm going to second use second wind. And that gives me 1d10. Plus one. From your fighter level, right? Plus one. I get ten. Nice. Sweet. So I get all of my poison damage out. Sweet. And that is Must my be turn. nice. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Unpoisoned. Well, I'm sorry. You didn't run to the corner. I forgot. I said the undead were in the process of running then away. We would That's why I have to breathe. Yeah, 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 so yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Sorry. <laughs> that was my fault. Um, so we're going to go on to the necromancer, pretty much. The undead, the, like the little skeletons, are all going to run to the corner now and start cowering. They're gonna so use... they're in the back corner. Yep. They make, they make it to the back and are now are all sort of like kind of sitting there, like just trying to cower and like stay out of the way and like kind of dodging. So they've all taken the dodge action. So your attacks against them will have disadvantage. Hoblet is shouting obscenities at them. Like, <laughs> while you all are taking your turns, pushies. Still grabbing the Shit crotch. in the corner like you bitches. <laughs> well articulated. <laughs> says the necromancer. As <laughs> the necromancer is going to point his finger out towards you, Hoblet. Of course he is. And he, you're going to see a black beam of enervating energy spring from forth from his fingers. Enervating energy? Mm-hmm. Enervating energy. What does that mean? Oh, it's going to make him really mad. That energy is very enervated. Oh. I'm Can we get a language of origin? <laughs> <laughs> E-N. It misses you. Of course it does. Because I turn undead. And yeah. you told me he was undead. So we yeah, I scared. guess he's a little shook. He he's turned about fifteen degrees to the right. The kid is shook. That's yeah. That's it. He missed. He's gonna kind of like maybe back up a little bit more, try to put as much distance between the two you guys as possible. But he's only gonna get about five feet further. So he's like twenty five feet away from you. And um, he starts cursing at you in some language you can't understand. <laughs> Zero. Zero is still in the Minotaur room waiting for the gas to pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's moving. I mean, come on, you can't set that up. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I turned five. It's gone, <laughs> I mean, the gas has gone ten feet further into the room. Now it's like taking up pretty. Like you're like in the back corner. It's like the only ten feet of space that you have that's not completely enveloped in this gas. Okay, because I, I felt like the room was wider than twenty. It feet is. It or kind so. of extends back out. So like you're in a safe spot, yeah. and it's kind of heading towards the door out of this room, out of that room, into yeah. the hallway. So yeah. it's escaping into the hallway now. Okay, so. I'd say by your next turn, you'd probably have, oh, nope, 10 feet. You're still going to be in the back of the radius. The doorway is still going to be in the back of the radius. All right. So, like, you'd still have to move through it. Yeah. Um, if you want to get there next turn. So, I mean, if you're waiting this out, you're waiting out two turns not doing anything. Or you eat the damage and get in there. Unfortunately, I can't eat that damage. Okay. So, you're ready in action, essentially. Yep. yep. Yeah. 
running in action, trying to make sure that when it passes, I'm as close to the can door as I can be. Fire a crossbow like Angelina Jolene wanted, and like try to bend it into the room through the gas. Um, no, boomerang it. Like, yeah, like yeah. The, the hell is that name of that movie? I can't remember. Wanted. Wanted. Oh yeah. Yeah. Curve the bullet. Zero. Yeah. Curve the crossbow bolt. Right. That wouldn't occur to zero. He still thinks in straight lines. Right. And that's he's kind a of linear like, kind of. Guy. That's magical very linear kind of, kind of guy. right there. He doesn't have no magical crossbow bolts. <laughs> so we're gonna go on to Peridot then. All right. I'm gonna come at him. All right. Come at the dude, main dude, charging him. All right. And coming at him with the rapier first. Mm-hmm. Death swiftly. Death swiftly. Oh, we're AKA, back to death swiftly now. Death swiftly, aka DS, aka Denoise. <laughs> He's bringing Denoise, folks. That is a sixteen to hit, and I'm going to add precision attack. You are okay. Go for it. <laughs> Just in case. That's an extra three, so that is, what did I say? 16. 16. Uh, 19. You hit him. Damage on that is seven. Okay. Coming at him with Lorraine, mm. a.k.a. Defunk. Whoop! It's a natty one. What happens this time? This is not a good place for a natty Spinning one. the wheel in my head right now. They tell us these die have twenty sides. Your 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 main hand attack was flipping pinpoint. Okay. I mean completely. I mean just right on. Got up right across the gut, right? Yeah. Or like right into the gut. It was a uh-huh. rapier. But then as you kind of like, you, you got him so good though that as you're trying to remove your rapier from his flesh, you're still trying. You're, you're kind of trying to simultaneously swing at the same time. And. Don't manage to cut him, but manage to cut your hand a little bit, and you're going to deal that damage to yourself. Have to roll for damage now? Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to make you roll the damage against yourself. Ouch. Ooh, that's... Oh! Bum, 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 bum. All right. Down to two hit points. I can just roll to seven. Ouch. Would you like to do anything else on your turn? Cry. You, have you used your second wind yet? You're a fighter also. Yeah, okay. Hang on a second. Not that I'm telling you how to play or anything, but, you know, you can regain some hit points. Oh, yeah. An otherworldly voice tells you. We fucking forgot about that. <laughs> I thought second wind was something else. No, That's, it's a bonus action, okay. too. 1d10 plus fighter level. Okay. That's it. Super Doing simple. Doing it. Wind it. Get windy. Bitchin. My so fire level be thirteen is total. Four, right? Yeah. Okay, so I regained thirteen. Nice. Yeah. So you've you've done well. Okay. Hoblet. It is on you, my friend, to Trixie exact some vengeance. Has been so thirsty. I am going to cast or no, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight. We're gonna go hit hit the boss. I'm coming at him with Trixie. With that Trixie? Yep. Do Dirty it. Dirty tricks. Uh, she is silvered. That's good against undead. Undead. What does that do against undead? Um, they it bypasses any magical like any magical weapon resistances they have. In fact, any okay. like, technically a silvered weapon is considered magical against undead. Okay. Well, I'm still gonna go after the boss. Yeah, absolutely. You should do that. 
He's dancing, folks. That can only mean one thing. That's a 20. The nat 20? That's a nat 20. Oh, my. Hobbit is coming in with fury. With a fucking furious vengeance. With hot fire. With something that sounds like Cypress Hill's... I turned his undead away. In the background. Now I'm coming <laughs> to fucking destroy. So... 2d6 plus 4 turns into what? Well, so though again, just to kind of recap one more time. When we do crit damage, you get your max dice damage, then you roll the dice again. 24. 24 damage? Yeah, he is just crushed by this. And is not looking good at all. Right. And then I'm Clobbered going... Clobbered him. I'm going to bonus attack, and I'm going to fucking hit him again. <laughs> Go for it. Dirty slut. War priest. 16. A 16 will hit him. As a reaction, he's also going to cast Hellish Rebuke. What is that? On mean? this attack. You're going to take some damage after you hit him. Uh, doubtful. 11. That is exactly how many hit points he had left. <laughs> so there, there will be no reaction. It still happens. No, he's dead. He's encircled. He's, dead. In, he's encircled in flame. You are hitting an exploding corpse now. Sounds messy. You You're, can still cast a reaction, judges. You can still cast a reaction. With I'm saying judges. it's okay, happening so for dramatic effect, you motherfucker. DM, Let it happen. From a DM perspective, fine rule of cool. It, I guess. Speaking, your second attack is a second. All, all Fran would have to say is he's reacting so his to the first attack. Is between the two attacks. Rather than rules lawyer this, can you just accept it and move on? <laughs> Fine. Okay. So as I, as I smash Trixie down on his head uh -huh. and he turns into just a pile of nothing, but Flame there's and flames, ash. Yep. what happens? You take 14 fire damage. Fuck off. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. You're mad that he's casting a reaction. You're still alive. And these undead no, are still well, running away from you. Turned, running so away from you. That doesn't matter. Right. And actually, as, as he dies, they, 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 they no longer are animated. And they crumble back into the bones that they were on the floor. Cool. Good. Well sure. done. By yep. the way, after this whole, after we resolve all of this, um, you've all gained enough experience to uh, get just shy of level five. The gas passes. You're such a fucking. Why would you do that? Because at the end, when you actually finish this dungeon, then you'll be level five. The gas passes, and as it does, Zero bursts into the room and shouts, "Catchphrase!" That's amazing. Where is it? Give him the die. Where is it? Give him the <laughs> here, here. Inspiration for you, friend. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? Okay. Um, this necromancer has effectively been defeated. You're now sort of in this slightly scorched room with a ever so majorly scorched hoblet. And um, I feel like I feel like it's like a wily coyote moment where he's just like, bing, bing. <laughs> oh, you know like, what? Like, hey, it is hey, now. Hey, <laughs> hey, this is a perfect time for this. I'm always like, when am I gonna fucking use this? When am I gonna fucking use this? Now is when I'm gonna use it. Uh prayer of healing. So I can give everybody hit points back right now. If we can take ten, we're just yeah. Here, you're right? casting it as a ritual, right? Yes, so when when it, yeah, when you if a spell has a ritual tag, you can cast it as a ritual without expending a spell slot. You have to just spend the ten minutes to cast it and like make this like a whole ritual experience. Like the long form. What is what does this ritual look like? How are you preparing for this ten minute ritual? And and and, and can there be uh, clapping and hand holding? So as I'm healing everyone, 
I am skipping high knee skipping around in a circle uh-huh and like sort of waving my arms about like uh, wacky waving inflatable arms <laughs> <laughs> but you have stubby yes. you ha- but he has stubby arms yes. mind you because he's a yes. dwarf so this looks yes. he just looks like he's like just throwing yes. his arms in the air yeah. pretty much um he has like a suggestion of elbows but yeah he <laughs> <laughs> yes. exists really sure. if you look closely <laughs> Um, and I'm sort of making a, maybe a six-foot circle. Around the group? Around where I smashed this guy into the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. And how many hit points does everybody regain? A lot. <laughs> Zooming yes. out through the fourth wall, you can see Zero uh, doing like John Madden circles on the uh, yeah. on the screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, right around where his elbows should be. Right. We estimate his elbows could be right in this vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> so that is what I'm so doing just... then. So it's 2d8 plus my ability modifier, which is three. All right. Go for it, brother. D8. Come on. Roll heavy for me. Everybody's taken 12 hit points back. I'm a jack of all trades here, folks. I'll smash your your bad guys and fucking heal you up afterwards. Fang clang it in you're for the inspiration. Dr- you're gonna jack off all trades. Clang it in. That doesn't be count as temporary hit points, does it? No. Those are permanent. You can keep those. You can take those home. <laughs> you can put those in your pocket. Want, those are all yours. Do we do we want to tack a short rest onto it while we're here in the room? I would allow that. In fact, one of you can even like lay in that bed for a half hour or so. Zero calls the opposite of dibs on that since the bed means nothing to him. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we can short rest here. Let's short rest montage this shit. We haven't had a montage in a hot minute. We smashed him up. We beat him down. Now we're gonna go to nap town. Montage. (laughs) Chilling in the room with the corpse. It's a montage. And it kind of stinks. Yeah. It's an exceptionally long montage. You've completed your short rest. You know it. You're in this room now. The bed well, what's this orb all about? Well, you haven't really had a chance to inspect most of the room, so yeah, you okay. guys can kind of take some yeah, time. Yeah, what's to this orb all about? So if you look, right, you can see a bunch of different reflections of different, like, landscapes and, and like, sort of just areas of people walking around or, like, it almost looks like, like it's just, like, people carrying, like, a camera or something. But one of them is like one of these like little areas is completely dark. You can just see a little bit of a dot of light on it. But it's almost as if like this is like sort of scrying certain locations. But one of them you can't really see so well. We don't see someone, so we're it's sort of like a jostling point of view. You mean? Yeah, there's like sev- it's almost like several different okay. cameras all just like a whole bunch of things. security cameras. Yeah, but it's like magic, magical mist that's kind of forming right. these things. Yeah, okay. and you can see that. You know, as Quinn's kind of moving around the room, the like you can see that the you know it, like, almost like in, in time with his movement, um, there's like a glinting of light in that little dark, that dark one, um, that dark area. There's like that little like bead of light. There's like the, it's like kind of shining in. So would one assume that this room is the dark spot? You have no idea. I can I, you you can make me an insight check or an Arcana check. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. It's yes. two in a, in a session. You know this kind of dark magic. And it's not really dark magic, but it's being used for dark purposes. Ooh. So this is a divination orb, and it's scrying many different items in which the, a powerful scrying spell was cast. You have a feeling that 
The one that is dark may have something to do with the gem that is in his pocket, in Quint's pocket, that, you, that he pulled out of the eye of the statue in the front. Just took the security can, camera can with him. One moment to just like. Can I just say that Hoblet just had an intelligent moment? You can. I can even say it twice. Uh, wait. I'm going to say it twice. <laughs> Correction. It wasn't an intelligent moment. It, it was, was a wise move. It was a wise moment. Yes, because sure. in- insight is a yes. wisdom skill. Has nothing yes. to do with his intellect. True. Yes. So we, so Hoblet's still dumb. He just is kind of sagely sometimes. He had a moment yeah. of clarity. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've seen this dark magic before. And I sort so, of, I, I explain to everyone right. what I. So, you know, coming from, so I take the gem out of my bag. Yeah, and you can see that as you're kind of holding it, it's kind of changing the angle in which this is, this orb is like viewing. So if like I that man- that one section that like that, that that camera angle so to speak. So maneuvering the gem. Okay, so I put okay, I put my my So the face gem up by is the, the gem. camera. Yeah. So can we see my face now in the orb? Yes. Okay. And so you the- can you can you can feel that that magnetic pull you almost felt when you first grabbed it is no longer present on it. You seem to maybe it was tied to the presence or li- life of the necromancer. It's kind of his way of knowing where the hell you guys were. Interesting. Oh. So that's so why we he were... knew you were coming. Oh. Sorry, guys. I mean, no, yeah, it's not like you were <laughs> carrying a beacon. I mean, not he... only... Not, no, not you, just, only you, you, just, you just took a security my... camera. It's like, okay, there's people here. They're eventually going to find me. Like, my I'm... skill in checks absolutely more or less useless, but it also gave him the upper hand. So I greatly apologize. I think it was pretty unavoidable. As Zero's having a little player. moment of insight here. Uh-huh. Do I um I want to make um maybe a perception check on the orb to see if any of the other scenes Locales? in there are things we've seen. Very apt. Go for it. Let's see. That's going to be what do we want to call that an investigation or yes. uh, Okay, that would be a 17. 17? Well, you said perception. I'll even give you. I'll give you perception if you prefer that. Okay, uh, that would make it eighteen then. Okay, um, you recognize a few areas for sure. One, it almost seems to be it's like it's being carried maybe around the neck of a a person walking through. You're kind of almost getting a first person view of someone walking through the streets of Tamasha here, where the Omega Project hmm. is uh, based. They're kind of walking through the open air markets and like the sort of deserty area right. that hmm. this that the city's in. Just kind of, you can just see them kind of you know, buying just like groceries and just kind of living their life. You don't know who it is. Interesting. You know, you just you recognize yep. the area because anything, that's where you anything were more local to maybe this uh, this area. This area. I'm going to roll for something. Okay. Because I have an idea. You recognize two more locations. Okay. One is in the city of Tarantis. Um, very close to that beacon of light. It almost seems like it's you know that, that that's powering the city. That that, that font yeah. of magic that that's just like exploding out of the city, and it appears to be someone who's working at harnessing you know like, and harvesting the magical energy from this. It's one of the civil mages that is working on site. All right, you can tell because like you can see him looking down. Um, this appears to be something that's maybe fastened to um, maybe a circlet or something of of that nature. Because it, you can kind of see it's kind of like a, you know how we, if you've ever fastened, if you ever like watch a GoPro video of someone who has it above their head, you can kind of tell it's like that weird like view, like that sort of bug eye view. That's kind of what it looks like from like the top of someone's head. All right. And you can see them just kind of, you know, performing various um, in, enchantments to and in, in, in different spells to kind of harness the energy from this thing very carefully. 
And the other location is in uh, Last Wall, mm. where the um, Crucible Runners originated from. And it's someone um, you can. It's it, it's kind of you kind of getting a weird view. It's almost as if it's like maybe in the in the in the hilt of a sword or something like that. It's like it's someone's hip because you're getting kind of a side angle as they're walking around. And you can just see, you know, like the goings on uh, in this city with this massive, massive wall that uh, just kind of extends out. Um, that's kind of been built into a giant rock face. The other locations don't look familiar. One appears a bit foresty. Uh, it's hard to tell. It's very dim lighting. You can just see sort of like some canopies and trees. You know, no further details in that. Are all of them more or less moving? Yeah, for the most part. Um, what was uh, going on with the one in Last Wall again? Um, it's just it's someone who's kind of out in the street. The, 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 you can kind of you're going to have like a side angle, almost as in the hilt of a sword or some sort of weapon that's like something holstered at someone's hip. Giving me a very 1984. Mm-hmm. Although with these people with wearables like that, it's possible, Wearable. but. You know, maybe a 50-50 likelihood that these people are complicit in whatever's going on. They could be stooges and have had these planted on them. But, like, if you're going to wear something as a necklace every day, there there's a fair chance that maybe you know what's going on. But another thing I'm thinking with this is we, if this enchantment on this is permanent, we could set up some potentially nifty practical uses for it we collect a few of these and let's say we want to have surveillance on an area we can plant the gems and have uh like a little mini surveillance system let's say if we're yes okay because we can let's say we want to defend a house we can have what are essentially security Security cameras cameras. and all the while we're gathering this along our travels because it costs Mm -hmm. us very little more than time to go back to Tarantis, for example. We can try to investigate the link between all of these and what this guy's trying to do. Was trying to do. Yeah. 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 Uh, Any other investigations or things going on? There's a lot Uh, more room. I'm going through that desk, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things in this desk. Okay. Give me a rundown of the desk. 500 gold worth of gems in and around the desk. All right. So what's There is also a journal... 125. 125 per team. And some right. sort of necromantic tome. And there's also a wand in one of the drawers. Um, Hoblet will pick up the tome and take the tome. Sure. The tome, the necromantic tome? like yeah. the Okay, yeah. It's kind of like this sort of like skull that's sort of like raised off the leather of it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that sort of a 3D book face. I'm sorry. The gold, the tome, and what? A journal. And a journal. And a, journal. And a wand. Okay. I'm going to... Can I investigate this journal? Yes. And see if I can recognize any of the runes that were in that one room um, in so this you, journal. Yeah, you can. Kind of, I mean, it's a, it's a very long journal, and you can okay. see you can see that it's. I mean, it's very thick, hundreds of pages. Okay. 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 And you can see it's his handwriting all over. All this guy's been down here for a long time. Okay. Um, you see some things in common, written in common, and other things written in some some like almost like hieroglyphics, not glyphs or anything, like, not like magical, but like a, a like a language that a written language that none of you are able to comprehend. That's something like pictograms. You're saying though, yeah, it's almost like it's 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 like a mixture. It's almost like characters and pictures. Think a refined wingdings. Mm. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was thinking someone who liberally applies emoji in their everyday conversation, but sure, Wingding sounds like this guy's way more dignified than uh, oh, of course. throwing smileys Wingdings into his journal. Wingding's reference, yours was a 2015 reference. <laughs> Anyways, um, the parts that are in common tend, seem to resonate something about the the goddess Vecna. How do you spell that? Oh, V-E-C-N-A. Dave, not Zero, because Zero knows nothing about this. It's like, oh, god damn it. And how he's like, Zero doesn't know. It's a lot of his ramblings about how he's doing her good work. And, you know, he, after all of these years, he still believes and remains her faithful servant. And, like, it's almost like, it's almost like he's professing his devotion to this, this goddess of death and tyranny. Mm-hmm. But, um, like... It's it's just in a journal, like you know. It's like it's almost as if he thinks that he she can hear him or see his writing or something like that. So it's like it's, it's almost like a, like a love, like a, a poem of love and madness and hate and evil. And eventually, towards the back of the um, journal, you do see things that re- resemble those glyphs on the wall. Okay. But it's and is you can anything see anything written in common. I would can... like I would I would say that this would require maybe an ar- arcana check. Yeah, I can do that to decipher. Okay. No, I can't do that. <laughs> that's a three. So that's all. It's all Greek to you. Paradil, might I be able to study that uh, tome? Yes, please. I can't make heads or tails of it. It's all gibberish and gobbledygook. Mm. Well, we'll see if we can degook this book. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you win. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So zero wants to hang on to this book for study, but he will target our initial study on those glyphs. So we're going to say that's an Arcana check. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's an eighteen. You feel confident that you might be able to decipher this cipher mm. I'll play your game you rogue <laughs> wait <laughs> <laughs> that's like the audible equivalent of the deal with it sunglasses yes. <laughs> okay uh, yeah I would, I, I'll accept that thank you All I right. would like to check out the wand you want to check out the wand yeah, yeah it's a wand yeah um, <laughs> it's just, it's no, a, I'm gonna, it's a, um, I can just, I'll describe it to you. It looks like it's, it's a Wando like, Max 3000. It just, it looks like a nicely polished and sort of carved, like, you know, just long, like thin branch. It's ever so slightly crooked towards its head. And at the tip of it, it almost looks like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. Like, come on. You're going Man, there. Are you fucking you serious? Know, I, I, I was just thinking this no, guy spent so I much was, time in this room I polishing his wand. fine up until I saw James head just go. <laughs> it's like cock ever so slightly. So he's got and a yes, well-polished crooked wand. <laughs> yes. Where, where the tip is ever so slightly bleeding. <laughs> no, for real. Like it almost That's... looks like there's like just like little drops of blood coming from it. Whoa. Couldn't have written this Syphilis? better if I uh, had wanted to. So the 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 tip is li- literally has like drops of uh, droplets of blood coming out of it. It always almost looks like it, but as soon as they, like, sort of, like, they don't pool. They just seem to sort of dissipate as soon as they, like, touch, like, well, another surface. He said it was a well-polished wand, so maybe that's just chafing. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god! Um, In all likelihood, it's from overuse. It, it sounds Give like it a rest. And we'll see if it clears. If it's so well been, polished, it sounds a little like pre-magic. I don't well, know. I, I mean, the guy's been locked up in this room for God knows how long. He's been shooting off magic for. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Does he use magazines? <sighs> We're moving on. <laughs> he just summons the undead. Yeah. He's a necromancer. What I mean to say is, this one sounds kind of like a dick. Really? Wow. Is that what you've gathered from this conversation? <laughs> yeah. When I'm just trying to describe a cool magic item? <laughs> Sorry. You know what? You guys can't have it anymore. I'm keeping <laughs> yeah. it. I'm keeping it. The wand is magnetized yeah. to the desk. <laughs> um, no. So I investigate. I see all that. Yeah. Um, you, would t- you would have to take some time yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to study this thing. I'm going to probably want to attune at some point. Yeah. Well, you can. Yeah, you have to study it for it. Yeah. Study, understand its properties, and see if you need to attune to it or not. Cool. See if you want to attune to it. And if, it's as bleeding. Far as, as far as this tome is concerned, it's intriguing to me. As it's far another as, man's wand. It yeah. <laughs> doesn't affect me. As far as this tome is concerned, I would like for you to give me a religion check, Hoblet. Pass. Pass. So when you say pass, though, do you mean like pass over you, or like you passed it? No, I mean I got oh, eighteen I plus two to get a twenty. Yeah, you know that this book is filled with many different rituals that could summon very powerful undead. You don't feel like you possess the power to do so, but this could be very dangerous in the wrong hands. Oh, I want to burn it so bad. All right, Paradil takes the book from Hoblet. <laughs> no, we're gonna save it. We're gonna okay. Keep it. You're gonna hang on to yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Maybe I don't. For now, you're hanging on to it. That's kind of what we're. No. I'm. Okay. So my question to the group now is: now that we know, because I've I've had this kind of like uncomfortable feeling about this gem for a while. What are we doing with this? Like, are we taking the orb and leaving the gem? Are we the red scrying gem? No, we should take both. Okay. We, we, we're we bringing a portable surveillance system with us. Right. Well, wouldn't we want to leave one here in order to surveil? Keep an eye on this area? Maybe. You're, you're thinking kind of broader than I am with it, and it's not a bad thing. I, I really like I the broader also, view on I've it. I've been wanting to get rid of this So are you just trying to watch? Just the red gem? Do you want, do you want to watch the, all the undead pour through that portal into this area as they take over the entire region? Okay, that was ominous. <laughs> As France, sixty explodes. undead just dropped down into France front yard. We gotta go because you know you kind of still have a portal to one of the most dangerous places on the fucking planet right now. Yeah, I was gonna say our priority well, should be. I I feel like we just focus on what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. we need to Get close this portal. I think yeah. we should yeah. take everything I'll with hold us on to that the gem. Yeah. So zero before we leave. I just want to do a cursory scan for maybe anything. Sort of any interesting machinery, interesting metal, or um, books or notes on anything in any STEM-related field. No, but there is enough metal. There's like a lot of scrap metal and pieces and stuff like that you might be able to use to make something later. Yeah. Maybe attached to yourself or something? Yeah. Fabrication. Yeah. Are we done with this desk? Yes. All right. I think we need to go try to close this portal. That would be the logical next step. Yes, it or would. is it? But that Tune in next time. Yeah, that's what we're going to address next time on Hapless Heroes. So, thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we really appreciate it, all, each and every one of you out there. If you like what you heard, you can find us on those social meds. We're on Twitter. We're at Hapless Heroes. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, all with the Hapless Heroes. Just search us. Is that a thing that kids are saying? Social meds? Well, it's, I heard I heard someone else say it. Say I've it. said it once or twice, yeah, I think. man. Cool. I am nothing. I like not, it. I am nothing if not a sponge. Stop so, making fetch work happen. Damn it. I Stop it trying up. to make up. fetch happen. I've, I done fucked up. You it's go, Glenn Coco. It's too late. <laughs> also, if you really, really like us, though, guys, like for real, though, We'd appreciate if you left us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Mm. It really means a lot to us to see some too. beautiful, wonderful, Amazon. kind, amazing words that you've been leaving us. Android and speaking Microsoft. of which, and I've put this on Twitter, but in case those of you out there who haven't seen it, and for me who, I mean, these have actually been on our iTunes for a while, but I don't actually use iTunes for, you know, confession here. Um, He's an Android. I, I I try to beat him up, guys. Don't worry. I want to just kind of quickly recognize a few people who left us some really beautiful reviews on iTunes. So we have uh, Malima One said the best part of her work commute. I'm paraphrasing. Well, I'm assuming it's a her. I'm not going to assume gender. Right. Don't, <laughs> don't be that guy. Um, Runaway Lemons, which is a great name, by the way, says it's the podcast that got them into D&D. Alright. We, how did, how did we, we got someone into D and D? How did we get there where people who weren't previously fully committed to D and D are stumbling upon our podcast? I, I have feel no like idea. We're just charming. I mean fellows. I'll take it. I well love listen, it. Runaway Lemons. We love you too. And Runaway Lemons is also from the Netherlands, it says here. So even better. If that's for we're, real, reach out on Twitter. We'd love to have a guest spot. We're crossing oceans. Yeah, here. love to hear from you. Thank you so much for writing this beautiful like paragraph of awesomeness that made me feel really happy on my work Monday. Oh. And also, the last one is Misty801. So it just says, it's a great show, straight up role-playing, funny, but it's good that... We, <laughs> she says, it's funny, but nice that the players and DM can rein it in to keep the plot moving. We do that? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so... Good. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> Please, we do love your feedback. Okay, and that one is, last... That is mostly right. a compliment to uh, friends' editing school, skills. <laughs> probably. Yeah, that's yeah. probably it. Probably. There's a lot of digressions that I just should not make it to air or ever be listened to by anyone else on this planet. Sorry I've been that. censored. One last thing. We have a Patreon page. If you really, really, really like us. Like, super love us. Like, hey... I make some money, and these guys deserve some pizza money. Because, you know, we all just want to eat pizza. Woo! Love it. Just find us, on, find us on Patreon.com slash Heroes. We have a lot of fun little rewards. Um, you know, we've had a few donors already. We're very thankful for everybody who's offered their support to just this little fledgling podcast they're recording in my effing dining room. Did you put classy nudes on there yet? No classy nudes, no. You got to pick like a dollar amount, like $500. Get you a set, a nice set of like fireman style classy nudes. Of who? Of of the the group. You know, we'll, we'll get our dungeon. <laughs> Is that how cheap you think I am? <laughs> yeah, hundred dollars well, a piece. Don't know about that. Yeah, you have a lot to learn. And if you really, really like us, get yourself some uh, semaphore flags. Get yourself to the top of a church tower, or the highest point you can find in your town. Mm-hmm. Give us a semaphore remo- uh, review. Mm-hmm. You know. That'd be good. Get the word out. Let everybody know in visual range. Yeah. <laughs> if you could. Yeah. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and outro our cast. We have James playing Hoblet, the Smasher, who actually smashed very well tonight. Fuck the undead. Mm-hmm. 
We have Mike playing Lord Captain Quinn Southwind Benevolent, first of his name. I'm running out of breath. I'm just hoping that this wand gives me another title. <laughs> Polisher of Wands. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's called gonorrhea. Dave. Uh. <laughs> Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. I've now successfully mastered making an entrance. <laughs> and Zach playing Parada Lincoln Woods. I didn't die. Again, I'm Francesco, your host and DM. Tune in next week where we figure out what they do with this portal. Bye-bye now. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye. 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 B